Hey everyone, my name is Eric Escobar and I'm the Tech Talker. Have you ever had something break on your computer or needed to have some minor work done on it? First, you have to find a reputable place somewhere in your area. You can check Yelp reviews, Google for answers, and maybe even crack open a phone book, all for a 15-minute repair that can cost you over $200. And it's not that uncommon. Most people think that computers are really complicated on the inside, which is pretty accurate. The circuitry, wiring, and logic that goes into a modern computer is staggering. However, almost every computer on the market is built with the same modular components that are easily swapped in and out. This means simple upgrades or repairs can take as little as a screwdriver to fix. Over the years of fixing computers of friends and family, I've built up the equivalent of a handyman's toolbox to help me diagnose a computer problem and fix it. With this kit, I can even build a computer from the ground up with just a few raw parts purchased from a store or online. So let's crack open my toolbox and see what's inside. First and foremost is my handy $20 kit made by Rosewell. This kit has 45 pieces in it and includes a multitude of screwdriver tips and a ratcheting screwdriver base. It also comes with a set of precision pliers, extra screws, and some great forceps when something falls into the hard to reach spot on the computer and a set of Allen wrenches. My favorite part about this thing though is that it comes with a really nice looking case that fits pretty much anywhere to keep everything organized. I posted a link to it in the show notes if you wanna take a look at it. What this kit allows you to do is open up pretty much any electronic hardware. Specifically, this is built for someone who takes apart desktops and laptops regularly. I've had this exact kit for around five years and it covers a large majority of the repairs that I have to do. I even bought a second one from my office so I wouldn't have to tote mine back and forth. Now the other things that I would add into this kit include an inexpensive flashlight so that you can see in the darker places like behind a desk or into a computer cabinet, along with a more extensive screwdriver set that allows you a lot more options when trying to find the perfect ultra small screwdriver for the job. The flashlight is about $3 and the extra screwdriver set is about $9, which makes it extremely affordable. I'll also toss in the fact that I've owned these two parts of my kit for about three years, and they've held up to daily use with no issues at all. Now that we can tear into just about any machine, let's look at some actual computer hardware fixing. The two things that people run into the most are getting malware on their computer. Typically, standard malware can be cleaned with a standard antivirus, which means running a quick scan on someone's computer, which clears up most everything. However, once malware is on a computer, it generally won't allow you to run a scan that will remove it, so it blocks antiviruses from running. The easiest way to combat this is to take out the hard drive from their computer and scan it with your computer. Typically, when you pull a hard drive out of a computer and connect it to another computer, provided that it isn't encrypted, it will act like a big flash drive or a portable hard drive. What's great about this is that you can have your own computer do a quick security scan on it. The challenging part is actually connecting it to your computer. Now for around $25, there's a tool called a hard drive docking station that will allow you to connect your hard drive to it. And then you can plug in the other end into your computer with a USB cable. This allows me to scan for viruses on someone's hard drive with only my laptop. What's nice about this is that I can take it with me on the go. And since it is a USB 3.0, the connection is really fast. This is also great if someone is trying to recover files off of a hard drive because it doesn't require you to log into their computer. You can just access the files directly. And again, I posted a link to exactly what I'm talking about in the show notes of today's episode if you want to check it out yourself. Now, here are my words of caution and what not to do's. I fixed a lot of computers in my day, and because of that, I've also made a lot of mistakes. 
The one thing you should always do is wear a grounding harness or a wrist strap. They're the same thing. This sounds really sophisticated, but basically it just prevents you from building up static on yourself. If you're touching a raw circuit board while fixing a computer, a static shock from your finger can do some real damage. I did this to my hard drive one time, and it was no fun at all. The $20 kit that I mentioned at the beginning of the episode has one of these straps, so I recommend using it. Next up are pesky Apple products. I will no longer fix iPhone screens anymore because of the complexity and difficulty behind them. I recommend taking iPhones to someone before fixing them on your own. While there are a ton of videos, kits, and things online you can do to fix your phone screen, there's a high probability that if you don't know what you're doing, you could do way more damage than good. Plus, if you look in your area, there are a ton of college students and small repair shops that can easily fix a screen. To follow up with iPhones, I generally also don't try and fix any hardware issues with Apple products as they are often sealed up tightly and need a lot of special tools. I recommend for Apple products to just take them to your local Apple store and have them take a look before you start searching YouTube for a DIY fix. Now, are there any tools that I forgot to mention or that you feel are indispensable? If so, I'd love to hear about them. Please post them on my Facebook page and I'll get them added to the list shortly. Hey, Tech Talker fans, if you like listening to my podcast, why not subscribe to our Quick and Dirty Tips newsletters? You'll get exclusive content, offers, and more delivered right to your inbox. Just head on over to quickanddirtytips.com slash newsletters to learn more. That's quickanddirtytips.com slash newsletters. Well, that's it for today. Be sure to check out all of my earlier episodes at techtalker.quickanddirtytips.com. And if you have any further questions about this podcast or will make a suggestion for a future episode, post them on the Tech Talker Facebook page. And until next time, I'm the Tech Talker, keeping technology simple. 